The following sermon was delivered by Rev. Laurel Gray at the Unitarian Universalist Congregational Society of Westboro, Massachusetts. Our reading this morning is an article that several of our beloved New England region UUA staff people wrote called Revision as Spiritual Practice. Um, and I am going to read it in full here because it, it contains some important history about what we're talking about this morning in terms of the revisions to our core principles as a denomination. They say this. In 2020, General Assembly delegates voted to begin a review of Article 2 of the UUA bylaws. Article 2 is the covenant between and among Unitarian Universalist congregations. It currently contains our seven principles and six sources. It also has language about inclusion and freedom of belief. The review has been the project of the Article 2 Study Commission, and they have proposed a draft of new language for Article 2 which makes some big changes. A version of this proposal will be coming to General Assembly in June 2023. You may be inspired by this draft, or concerned, or undecided. However you feel, we think it's important that we, Unitarian Universalists, make it a point to revisit our core tenets on a regular basis. We have collectively committed to consider changing even this central part of our faith in the light of new understanding and awareness of cultural shifts. The American Unitarian Association and the Universalist Church of America joined to become the Unitarian Universalist Association in 1961. The current study commission's work is at least the third time we have considered revisions to Article 2 since then. The first major review was led by UU Women. It began in the late 1970s and continued until 1984. That year, the General Assembly adopted the current covenant, including the seven principles. In 1984, the new language included five of the six sources. The sixth, Earth-Centered Traditions, was added in 1995. The bylaws actually call for Article 2 to be reviewed every 15 years. In 2007, the UUA board noticed that we had passed the 15-year mark and asked a commission to study Article 2. That commission brought proposed changes to the 2009 General Assembly. Delegates narrowly voted the changes down. Sometimes our review process makes big changes. Other times it makes only small changes or none at all. Even so, the practice of regular review of our core tenets has shaped the culture of our faith tradition. The principles and sources from 1984 and 1995 have shaped identity and practice for generations of UUs. Your New England region team sees several practices of spiritual leadership in this commitment to regular review. First, this is part of tending to tradition. To keep our faith alive and relevant, we UUs have to make changes sometimes. When we do, we are asking how we continue the spirit of Unitarian Universalism. We are also asking what we need to let go of or take up in a new context. The New England region team also sees the practice of faithful risking. Responding to a changing world means taking a risk. UUs can take the risk to adapt, 
or we can take the risk of staying the same. If we adapt, we may risk losing something we have valued. If we stay the same, we risk losing purpose or relevance. Either way, we are risking. So what is the faithful risk? The New England Region team would argue that the faithful risk is adapting in ways that keep us moving toward our mission. The faithful risk is one that applies our values in newly relevant ways. This is a time of cultural transition. This is one reason that the Article 2 work is timely now, they write. Change is one of life's constants. It's also generally an, un an uncomfortable experience. This process of reassessing our core guiding principles and documents is not an effort to change the very core of our tradition. It's an effort to be more clearly and more fully rooted in that core. Authenticity requires the ability to sense when we're veering off course and find our way back to ourselves. We do this as people and we do this as organizations. This collective revision process is about clarity and deep roots. It's not an effort to change what we hold most dear about Unitarian Universalism. Our seven principles form the core of our collective covenant. And a lot of you use talk about being first and seventh principle you use. We live by inherent worth and our profound interconnectedness. But can anyone name the third principle? What about the sixth? Can anyone name all of the six sources? Me neither. <laughs> and I've been at UU my entire life. And I'm a minister. You may also be familiar with the move to add an eighth principle, which is about dismantling white supremacy and creating greater accountability. Lots of UU congregations voted to adopt the eighth principle for their own congregations. Meanwhile, lots of people felt similarly like anti-racism work is already bound up in the first principle. However you feel, the movement to create the eighth principle indicates that we need to be clearer with our words and how we covenant together. And part of the practice of living by covenant is reviewing our covenants so that we can live into them more fully. So it would make sense that we would happen, that this would happen at the highest level of our denomination. And being congregational in political structure means that the choice to make any changes belongs to the collective vote of all UU congregations. This month, the Unitarian Universalist Association Board of Trustees will meet to vote officially on putting forward the Article 2 proposal. Then over the next several months, there will be regional forums where we can gather to discuss the proposal and recommended amendments. Then in order for the recommended changes to go into effect, they will have to be approved by two general assemblies, meaning at the denominational-wide vote at our national conference in June. This year it's in Pittsburgh, and we'll need to choose delegates to vote for our congregation at General Assembly, so let me know if you're interested. This year, the General Assembly would need to pass the proposal by a simple majority. Then, at the 2024 General Assembly, the proposal will need a two-thirds majority to pass and be adopted as the new Article 2 of the UUA bylaws. If either vote fails, a new proposal cannot be considered for two years. 
no voting 15 times in the span of days. We're not going to do that. And I am going to show you the recommendation that has been drafted by the Article 2 Study Commission. And to quell any anxieties, there are still seven core principles. A little familiarity helps with change. But first, I want to engage us all in this process a little bit together, because I think the idea of changing the principles is more shocking than the actual recommendation itself. So when you think about the core of what Unitarian Universalism is, what words come to your minds? And you give the pitch, the elevator pitch, to people who don't know what Unitarian Universalism is, how would you describe it? Okay, I'm going to read it to you. And I recommend looking this up. It's on the UUA website. Um, it's the Article 2 um, draft. And there are a lot of words, but there's a really helpful visual. Okay. Section 2.1, Purposes. The Unitarian Universalist Association shall devote its resources to and exercise its organizational power for religious, educational, and humanitarian purposes. Its primary purposes are to equip congregations for vital ministry, to support and train leaders, both lay and professional, to heal historic inequities, and to advance our Unitarian Universalist values in the, in the world. We will transform the world by our liberating love. Section 2.2, and this is the part that will feel most important, I think, to a lot of people. Values and covenants. Love is the enduring force that holds us together. As Unitarian Universalists and religious community, we covenant congregation to congregation and through our association to support and assist each other in engaging our ministries. We draw from our heritages of freedom and reason, hope and courage, building on the foundation of love. Love inspires and, empower and powers the passion with which we embody our values. Inseparable from one another, these shared values are justice. We work to build, we work to be diverse, multicultural, beloved communities where all people thrive. So we covenant to dismantle racism and all forms of oppression within individuals and our institutions. We are accountable to each other for this work. Generosity. We cultivate a spirit of gratitude and hope. We covenant to freely share our faith, presence, and resources. Compassionate generosity connects us to one another in relationships of mutuality. Evolution. We adapt to the changing worlds. We covenant to collectively transform and grow spiritually and ethically. Evolution is fundamental to life and to our Unitarian Universalist heritages, never complete and never perfect. Pluralism. We celebrate that we are all sacred beings, diverse in culture, theology, and experience. We covenant to learn from one another and openly explore the depth and breadth of our many wisdoms. We embrace our differences and commonalities with love, curiosity, and respect equity. 
We declare that every person has the right to flourish with dignity and worthiness. We covenant to use our time, wisdom, attention, and money to build and sustain a fully inclusive and accessible community of communities. Interdependence. We honor the sacred interdependent web of all existence. With humility, we understand our place in the web. We covenant to care for and respect the earth and all beings by fostering relationships of mutuality. We work to repair the bonds we have broken. So to go through those one more time, since it's, it's a lot of words that way, um, but there's a helpful diagram where there's love in the center and then in a circle around, we have justice, generosity, equity, interdependence, pluralism, and evolution. So those are the recommended seven core principles. And then in terms of the six sources, which previously was a list, um, which included everything from world's religions to science to nature-based traditions, um, but was in a, the form of a list, they've changed this instead to be a statement. Section 2.3, Inspirations. As Unitarian Universalists, we draw upon and, and are inspired by the full depth and breadth of sacred understandings as experienced by humanity. Grateful for the religious lineages we inherit and the pluralism which enriches our faith, we are called to ever deepen and expand our wisdom. And then it ends with a, a statement on inclusion and then one on freedom of belief. Systems of power, privilege, and oppression have traditionally created bar barriers for persons and groups with particular identities, ages, abilities, and histories. We pledge to replace such barriers with ever-widening circles of solidarity and mutual respect. We strive to be an association of congregations that truly welcome all persons who share our values. We commit to structuring congregational and associational life in ways that empower and enhance everyone's participation. And lastly, section 2.5, freedom of belief. Nothing herein shall be de deemed to infringe upon the ind individual freedom of belief, which is inherent in the Unitarian Universalist heritages, or to conflict with any statement of purpose, covenant, or bond of union used by any congregation unless such is used as a creedal test. In expressing our beliefs, we do so in the spirit of love in ways that further beloved community. Um, so this last clause um, is basically saying that the UUA does not trump um, the internal covenants of specific congregations, but as a denomination, we do not do creedal tests. So that would be if you're doing creedal tests, you're not really a Unitarian Universalist, sort of by definition. So that's what this final um, paragraph is about. And I know this is a lot. Um, it's a lot to digest and and can feel like a really big shift. Um, and so I recommend that you look up these this recommended draft and read through it and really mull it over um, and see if what's coming up for you and if the reaction to this draft is more just shock that it is happening, um, or if it's really that the content of the amendment feels like it's a um, sort of misunderstanding or, or 
or it doesn't explain Unitarian Universalism the way that you would suggest. Um, so this is a collective process. And so we go forward together engaging in this faithfully and risking faithfully. So go in peace. Amen. Thanks for listening. For more information about what's happening at UUCSW or for ways to get involved, visit us online at uucsw.org. All are welcome.